Hello and welcome to Wrongful Convictions, the podcast where we will discuss wrongful convictions in the U.S. and the important steps it would take in order to stop things like this from happening. I'm your host for today, Rashonda Williams. Research estimates that about 1% of the U.S. prison population, or approximately 20,000 people, are falsely accused of charges. In an article written by John Gold and Richard Leo, entitled Wrongful Convictions After a Century of Research, it explains how and why such convictions happen. Some of the causes of these convictions, according to Gold and Leo, is erroneous witness testimony, false confessions, and circumstantial evidence. Now the question is, how do we stop things like this from happening? In a study done by Brandon Garrett and Peter Newfield, it was found that DNA testing for those who were convicted was the main reason they were later exonerated of those charges. Samuel Gross states in his article, Rate of False Convictions of Defendants Sentenced to Death, how very false convictions are ever uncovered simply because no one takes into consideration that the defendants, in fact, may be innocent of the charges that were brought up against them. And this is not okay. So why are innocent people wrongly convicted? This is an issue in the U.S. that needs to be addressed. A 24-year-old woman was the victim of robbery and was raped. This crime took place in Virginia in the year 1982. The suspect who was arrested in this case was Marvin Anderson. The cops focused on Anderson simply because he was the only man that matched the description that the victim had given, a black rapist who told the victim he had a white girlfriend. The victim was asked to identify the suspect from a photo spread. When given the photo spread, Anderson was the only picture that was placed in front of the victim that was in in color. And with that, the victim chose Anderson out of the photo spread. Anderson was then arrested and charged with robbery, forcible sodomy, abduction, and two counts of rape. Anderson was saddled with ineffective counsel in which there was also a conflict of interest. The counsel that was appointed to Anderson had knowledge of the actual rapist and had in fact represented the actual rapist on a previous charge. He knew that there was evidence that would exonerate Anderson. However, he did not disclose that information to the court. At the hearing, the rapist admitted to the crime and gave details to the judge. 
However, the judge did not find his testimony to be truthful, and Anderson was convicted for that crime with no evidence linking him. Finally, in the year 2002, Anderson was finally exonerated of all charges due to DNA evidence exempting him from being the suspect in that case. Stephen Krieger, in his article, The Challenges Faced by the Innocent Project to Exonerate, explains the importance of having DNA testing. It helps identify the correct suspect and it keeps innocent people for spending years in prison for crimes they do not commit. In this podcast, I would like to show the importance and tell of the importance that it is for all high-level crimes to require DNA testing. This way, we can be sure that innocent people are not sent to prison for charges they did not commit. And in fact, the actual suspect is arrested and brought to justice for his crime. I am your host, Rashonda Williams. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast.